this deserves a very formal introduction considering it's the absolute very first episode of this podcast. So, hi, my name is Vianelli, V for short, F-I, and this is Agridulce. Welcome to all of you who are listening, and thank you so much for tuning in. I don't really expect to have lots of listeners at first, but for those of you who do have a little bit of faith in me, thank you for deciding to spend 45 minutes or maybe less um, on listening to my high-definition voice on this very amazing microphone that I do not know how to use. Okay, well, I'm going to get a little bit into what agridulce means a little bit later, but to begin, full disclosure, this is going to be an almost unedited podcast. I want to keep this as fresh and natural as possible, so I might gag a little bit, and I might not say things right, and I might have to correct myself, and I might stay quiet for a couple of minutes, because I, I brainstorm as I go. Remember, bear with me. I am speaking to myself. You know, keeping up a conversation with myself is not as easy as keeping it up with somebody else. Also, Puerto Rican culture, we talk very fast, so I'm going to try to do this thing where I go sort of slow. So if it's a little bit slow for you, you can just uh, switch up the settings to go a little bit uh, slower. Or I don't remember if I said slow or fast, but if I'm going too slow, you can go faster. And if I'm going fast, you can go slower. It doesn't matter. As long as you're enjoying it, it's all good. Um, this isn't exactly the first podcast I record. I had recorded one the day before my birthday or the day of my birthday, which was like two days ago. I really don't remember, but I thought I could record something better today. So I totally deleted that, which it was only a few hours away from uploading to all these other platforms. I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, the iTunes, uh, Apple Music, or I don't know, the iTunes podcast and Spotify so that, that, that was totally discarded, and this is the new one, and I think it's going to be better. So if there's anything you guys can criticize me constructively on, knock yourself out. That is exactly what I am here for. I want, I want this to be a space for me to sort of explore my feelings and my thoughts and kind of incorporate the audience into commenting and relating to everything I talk about, which is what I will be talking about. I, I, I got a few suggestions on my social media when I asked you guys what you wanted to listen to or what you guys were interesting, interested in listening to. And I got all sorts of recomm recommendations. I got... Uh, talking about self-confidence, talking about college, about work, about nailing an internship, nailing an interview, uh, about relationships and sex and friendships and, I don't know, with the dieting and exercise, which, honestly, you guys, I have no idea, but I, I barely ever even keep up with my diets and my exercise, so that's going to be a little bit difficult to talk about. <laughs> But overall, I will be talking about all these things, and because I feel it is very important, I want to use this platform to talk about Puerto Rico. We don't really get that much of Puerto Rico on different, on 
you know, on podcasts overall. I've been listening to podcasts for a little over a month, and I've noticed that, no, I, I mean, I love these girls. I've been listening to all these girls who have podcasts, and most of them, I listen to Ali Mitchell, who's got this yoga, meditating kind of vibe on her podcast, and that is amazing. It's it's great. It's but it is so soothing and refreshing. It totally keeps my mood up during the day. So I totally recommend her. But overall, I, I listen to these other podcasts and I can't help but notice that most women talk about, you know, I get it because women talking about sex and uh, their sex life and relationships and all these other things are like super taboos, but you know, it can't be all about that. I, I mean, for me, unless you're totally concentrated on that community, but I, I want this to be a little bit more inclusive. I want this to be about you guys. Even though I'm gonna talk about myself, I want this to be about everybody else. Um, I want this to be about our Puerto Rican community. I want to talk about El Sistema Operre. I want to talk about local bands, local scenes, uh, local shops, local food. I want to talk about everything that's from here. So hopefully in a near future, I will have people I can invite over and talk about all these things. Eventually, I'll have friends come over and we can answer funny questions or I'll have people who support everything that is our rights as students in the UPR community and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But these are all plans for like, I don't know, maybe here to a couple months. I want to sort of make this gross bit by bit. I'm not in a huge rush. Well, as I said previously, I turned 21 just two days ago. And on my birthday, I felt... It felt so strange. I don't think I had ever celebrated my birthday and kind of felt self-conscious about my age in the back of my head. I mean, 21 is great. You're like at the peak because, you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you and 21 is so exciting. You've got all these things going on at the same time. You're halfway through college or probably on the edge, like right there about to finish college and you've probably got a part-time job or you're doing a full-time internship like I am or you've got this amazing healthy relationship or you probably don't even have a healthy relationship you've just decided to travel and meet new people and mingle and I think that's the whole point of the 20s you're sort of experimenting you're vibing you're finding yourself because yeah when you're a teenager you sort of don't have your own identity you're trying to figure that out but when you're 21, you already know what you like, but you kind of want to see if you like other things as well. So you're kind of putting yourself out there. Unless you're not, then awesome. That's cool too, as long as you feel comfortable. <laughs> I, I myself am one to experiment. I like to visit places. I like to meet people. I kind of have a resting bitch face, but I'm pretty nice. I'm, I'm pretty nice, you guys. Don't. <laughs> I never understood. But... 21s are very bittersweet, and that is exactly what I am trying to get to with this name. Agridulce translates directly to bittersweet, and that is exactly how I feel about life. Life is so bittersweet because 
I think the most amazing gift I have ever had is the gift of living. And bigger than that, I've had the gift of living and being surrounded by such amazing people, such supportive and loving friends. And although I've had my ups and downs and although not all friends stay and not all friends are genuine, friends are friends. And when you realize who is who, you really got to be grateful for that. There's other people who don't count on others. You know, there's people who can't even count on their families. So I like to think I'm blessed uh, by whatever. Let it be a god or let it be Mother Earth or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm just very happy with being alive. And sometimes I want to get ran over by a car in front of college, but that's fine. It happens. And I guess that maybe if I were to be run over, I'd kind of regret it and feel bad. Like, oh, my God, why did I get ran over? Like, seriously, get your shit together. Okay, I will not cuss. <laughs> I am a terrible cusser, but I will try to not cuss because I want this to be... I don't want to push the button of explicit on here. Like, let's <laughs> sort of avoid that. But I will cuss a little bit, sort of in my vocabulary. Well, agridulce, back to, like, closing parentheses. Agridulce is just that. The good, the bad, the in-between. It's everything just, like, jammed in there, like a tuna sandwich, if you may. I don't know. And I don't know. You know, I, I've always been very passionate about the arts. I've always been passionate about writing and reading, and I think it's all I've ever done because I've never been a very athletic person. I I can't even, like, play volleyball, even if my grade depends on it. Like, I'll talk about that later, but I am not athletically inclined at all. Like, recently, I've been trying to get into surfing, and it's amazing. Like, Catching that first wave, riding that first wave is so overwhelmingly amazing. And But swallowing too much water can really just drain you down. So I'm sort of in the middle of it's a love-hate relationship. So anyways, uh, I've always been passionate about reading and writing. But I've noticed that after high school, I've never really had my full attention focused on that because I just don't have any time. So honestly, I admire all these people who study communications and study literature and study uh, language arts because you really, like, your whole college career is based off literature and arts, you know. So I wish I, wish I had that obligation, but I don't, unfortunately. I study engineering, so it's the complete opposite. Um, so college takes up most of my time, except for this year. Like this year, my internship takes up all my day. And I get home and I do have free time. But, you know, kind of like when you finish your semester, when you get to the weekend, you kind of just want to lay back. You don't want to really do anything. Like you just want to eat your feelings out and sleep and maybe watch Netflix and then fall asleep while watching Netflix and have Netflix ask you if you're still there. Very depressing, but, you know, it's kind of satisfying at the end of the day. Um, that is exactly where I am at this very point. I feel like I want to do all these things, 
but I don't have the energy or like, I mean, the interest is there, but the willpower is like negative a billion. I don't, I don't. But hopefully with this podcast, since I'm so used to like talking to myself and talking to myself while I do my makeup and talking to myself while I cook and while I shower and while I clean, I thought this really isn't taking up any of my time. I'm just doing what I always do, but in front of a microphone and recording it so you guys can listen to it. So I don't know how I'm going to keep up a conversation for 45 minutes. I don't think this first episode will be that long. Hopefully it is, so I can sort of maintain the consistency uh, of my podcast. But, okay, I am going to talk a little bit about these days. I mean... Other than turning 21, I didn't, you know, when you turn 21, you sort of expect your birthday to be super exciting and super amazing and, like, getting drunk and then, like, dragging yourself all over the place and waking up and not remembering half of it, but then sort of, like, catching a couple things, like, during the day, like, oh, my God, I did that. Oh, my God, I feel so bad. Oh, my God, I think I'm going to throw up. Like, ew. But you don't kind of, like regret it you're kind of happy it happened because you had a blast well my birthday wasn't like that exactly it was a pretty slow day I worked my butt off um my eight to five job and I got off work I came home and I took a shower and then I ate dinner with my mom (laughs) Which is fine. I love you, Mom. You're great. If you're listening to this, I had a blast. But, you know, I I was kind of expecting much, much more. And so, actually, I'm going to talk about it. Like, whatever. I was supposed to meet up with a bunch of friends. And not a bunch, but just a couple. And it didn't happen. So, that was very unfortunate. Uh, But, you know, it's, it's really, like not their fault. You know, you sometimes you need to accept that we're not teenagers anymore. We don't we don't have all this free time on our hands. We don't we we tend to forget that the world does not revolve around us. Um people live their own lives and people do their own things and people have their own friends as well. Like you got your friends, but that friend's got other friends too and it's not like they don't prioritize you. But, you know, they've got other things in mind, and that's totally okay. Like, we need to grow out of the expectation that people are always going to be there for you. Like, that's like saying your friends are not your friends anymore because they don't call you as often as they used to call you, or you don't see them as often as you used to see them, or they don't answer your text messages immediately, which is like, to me, that is so pathetic because I have this terrible thing where I I don't know if it's social anxiety but I I can't keep up a conversation during text messages like I'll eventually get tired and stop answering and it's not like I'm tired of talking to you it's like I don't know I'm tired of texting I'm tired of being like nose to my phone I I can't I can't deal with that so it's not that I'm Well, I mean, maybe. Like, it's not like I'm ignoring you, but 
it's not like I'm doing it because I don't like you, you know? And there will come a time when we will see each other face to face. And I'm, I love you just as much. And we're, we're going to like click as much as we used to click before. And I know that's especially difficult for most of my friends to understand. Although I have to be very grateful, most of my friends do understand. And I've actually been able to maintain most of my friendships regarding of the distance and the lack of time. Uh, I've I studied all my life in La Metro. I am naturally from Bayamón. And I finished high school. I moved to Mayagüez since my first, since freshman year. And obviously, I've, I, I, I don't get to see my friends that much anymore. And I've obviously noticed that not all the people who were your friends in high school turned out to be your real friends, like, years later. So... And now it's even more difficult because after three years of being in Mayagüez, I am spending a whole year here in Aguadilla, which isn't really that far away. It's just like 35 to 40 minutes away, but it's still pretty far because of traffic. It, it could go up to like an hour easy, like comfortable in this Puerto Rican traffic. You'll It takes a while to go to Mayagüez and it takes a while to come back, so... I guess I do have that issue over here because, you know, I've never lived here in Aguadilla and I am back to having absolutely no friends except for, like, my partners at work who, like, who were interning with me. Uh, so starting from zero is really tough and actually getting your friends to come visit you here is even tougher. It's like... Everybody is already settled down in their own towns, so whatever. But, you know, I, I realized that in this... I moved to Aguadilla almost three months ago. I moved at the beginning of September. So, yeah, September, October. Yeah, almost, yeah, three months, yeah. So I moved here three months ago, and I actually thought I was, I was going to, like, adapt to the change real quickly because... I love change. I am one for changing. Like, I used to live in this really, really nice studio apartment up in Mayagüez. And, you know, no, not many people get to have really nice places to stay at over there. Because, you know, you're kind of broke. You don't really have that much money for, like, apartment expenses. And I, I actually had a really nice place. But I lived there for three years. And I was so sick and tired of being in those four walls. And eventually... You live there so long, you start cramming up all your stuff in there, and the space gets so, so small, it, it just gave me anxiety. So I thought Aguadilla would be super refreshing, this super great new start, and a way to kind of clear my mind and get focused on what I really want, which is like my career to kick off. And although I've been able to do that, adjusting to Aguadilla has been absolutely dreadful. I've, if I were to rate Aguadilla overall into like one out of 10, I'd give it like a two and it's totally out of pity because there's literally nothing. I mean, yes, there are, there's so many things you can do in Aguadilla. They've got bowling alleys and they've got ice skating rinks and there's so many beaches and then There's uh, UPR Aguadilla, and then there's La Inter, which, you know, 
you're supposed to think like, oh my God, there's so many students here. But that's, this is like totally different to what Mayagüez is. Like for those of you who have been to Mayagüez, like it goes down. Like Mayagüez is the place to get drunk at five in the afternoon. It's the place. Like there's always like something to do and everything's so lively and everyone's so hyped and stressed out at the same time. But I think everybody like amidst the tempest and the turmoil, everybody knows how to have a good time. Like Aguadilla is the complete opposite. It, there's so many places to eat, there's so many beaches and there's, you know, you can really feel this uh, surfer scene. There's so many surfers in the area. There's loads of gringos and that sort of just, yeah. I don't really enjoy that, but there's a lot of gringos and I don't know, like, it's so disappointing. I, I thought I'd meet new people and I thought I'd get to explore the area a little more, but honestly, it just doesn't hype me as much. It's, it's like the food's great, but I kind of like Mayagüez and the bars are nice, but the bars are nicer in Mayagüez. And I think it's just the people. The people are like, I hang out in Mayagüez and it literally feels like home. It's so cozy and I don't know, like, There's no, there's genuinely no place like home. So I love my job and I love what I'm doing, but I kind of don't like coming home to my apartment. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I hope, I hope this year passes fast for now. I'm probably going to regret saying this a year later um, when I get back to classes, but but I'm not going to deny it. Like, I really do miss my friends, and I wish I had them around more often. And not being around them now does not mean they're going to stop being my friends because that's just the whole point. Like, if you're my friend from a very, very long time ago, like, you can't stop being my friend. Like, you saw me when I was 13 years old. You saw that terrible phase. Like, I cannot let you leave my life with like without leaving you in like this huge coma that leads to like some sort of amnesia and you totally forget about this terrible phase like those of you who know me from way 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 long ago you know genuinely I was like 14 or 15 and like I used to be so into the social media game like it wasn't even a social media game back in the day like it was It was genuine blogging, and it was, gen like, I was into, like, creating content. Like, I was starting to get into photography. I took one small course that I got for Christmas, as a Christmas present, and I went on from there, and I opened up a Tumblr, and I just, like, played around with my 50 millimeter, which was, like, my absolute baby until the other days. I totally massacred it. But... I had this huge thing going on on, on Tumblr. Like, it, it got so out of hand. Like, I remember, and maybe most of you remember, I uploaded this picture of me with this old Coca-Cola crystal bottle, like, with this whole bandana thing and the red lips and the huge eyelashes. And it went so viral that I got a call from Coca-Cola at Columbia, at Colombia, why the fuck did I just even like 
why did I, oh my God, ew, like totally discard the whole English accent when I said Colombia. Like I got a call from Coca-Cola at Colombia and they wanted to use my picture on a billboard. You know, like as those billboards you see like up there, like those huge ones with like amazing like commercial pictures. Yeah, so they wanted to do that, but I don't know. Like I always, I was always so scared about doing it because I, I thought I could get like sued <laughs> for use, you know, for taking a picture with a product that wasn't mine, you know, that's like copyrighted, but whatever. I, I totally ditched that amazing opportunity and maybe I, I, that's one thing I really regret about my life. Like I think now, and I, I like to think back, like, where would I be now if I had totally taken that opportunity? And I know most of you are super pissed at me for not taking it. Like, I've heard so many comments from you guys being like, why the hell did you not take up the offer? And, yeah, I was just afraid of being sued, you know. This, this, this preoccupation has been going on for a while now. It's not just, like, adulthood preoccupations it's like I've been worried since I was 15 <laughs> so I did that and then I I don't really know how many retweets that got but it really got my tumblr about my tumblr blog going on and I did that for a while and that was I think that was one of the most cool experiences I had by being like on social media it was really really nice and Above that all, I got to meet so many people who were from all these different places, and that was very, very neat. And I wish I could go back to that now. Like, I see all these locals opening their shops and their clothing lines and their shit, and I always, like, that'd be so cute if I could just be a part of that. But, you know, we, we, we get old, and we sort of, like, I do not have the same body figure I used to have when I was in high school I used to weigh like 85 pounds and yeah I eran 85 pounds como dicen por ahí moja it was it was I was really really skinny and most of the time I'd get bullied for that like I got made fun of for having chicken legs and skinny arms and you know you know how people would usually like wrap their middle finger and their thumb around my wrist and be like, Ay nena, que flaquita, like, oh my god, like what the hell? Eat a little bit more. And I used to stop I you know, I had a huge talent. Like when I was fifteen, I would eat a whole Chinese combination. And, and I'd still be hungry. Like, I can't do that now. I'll probably eat half the combination, throw the other half out, or give it to my boyfriend. And I, I weigh, like, 25 more pounds than what I used to. So that's totally inexplicable. But, uh, yeah, so college does this thing to you where y your body just changes completely. And I remember my neighbor, my next-door neighbor, uh, Natalia, she would tell me like Roca, you eat so much crap you are gonna get so fat like and I was like nah I could never I mean I've always weighed 85 pounds and then I don't know a semester went by the other semester went by next thing I knew it was a whole year and I was a hundred and 35 wobbin pounds and no like yeah people are like people always do this thing where they're like I 
loca. Like, that's fine. Like, I weigh like 150. And you know what? No, stop. Stop it. Because no body is the same. Like, not nobody, but yeah, nobody is the same, but nobody is the same. So I totally, like, I looked so, you know, it's not even like body dysmorphia. Like, I, my, I, I used to have chicken legs, and then suddenly my thighs would, like, you know, like, touch each other, and my stomach, I mean, my stomach, I, I looked like I was three months into my pregnancy, and I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> so it, it was, it was it, I really felt bad. I'd get back from college, I'd go home for the holidays, and then, you know, that one tia's like, uh, ¿Está echando pancitas? Like, uh, yeah, bitch, like, so? <laughs> Who fucking asked you? <laughs> I know. And then your friends say sort of the same thing, like, ay, tú estás manchita, pero te ves súper bien, loca. Like, te ves bien, relax. Como que. And then I had this huge, super toxic relationship where my ex would be like, oh, you look kind of, you look kind of overweight. Like, you're starting to gain some pounds, mama. And it's, you know, I kind of get it when, you know, the truth hurts. But when you know you are being you don't have control over your diet and you're sort of splurging, you're sort of booking out, um, not taking care of yourself. Because honestly, this is all about like taking care of yourself. Unless you've got conditions like thyroids, thyroids disease and stuff like that, you know, that is totally understandable. But sometimes we slack off with our diet and with our body and we don't take good care of it. And it's fine. It's fine for your friends to tell you that you are gaining weight. It's fine for your friends to tell you that you are super skinny, that you look sick and unhealthy because honestly, there is, you can push yourself to the limit. Like you can push yourself to decide like, I need to stop doing this and I need to take care of myself. But I think there's no bigger eye opener than having someone you love, like your friends tell you, get in shape. Like, I love you so much. I want to see you do better and feel better and look better. And that's fine. You know, you can't, you can't criminalize everybody for speaking out about your weight because sometimes people don't do it to criticize you. They do it so you can actually step out of that bad habit. So, why I am going off on the first episode about things I want to talk about later. But I think I'm going to leave it at that because I want to save all these conversations and like situations for other uh, podcast episodes. So I will try to keep up the consistency on this. I'm not even going to try. I will do it. Uh, today is Thursday, so... Every other Thursday, I will upload a podcast, and I want to encourage absolutely everybody to comment on this, like, write to me, uh, message me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, on Twitter. I use, I mostly use Instagram and Twitter. My usernames are, on Instagram, my username is fi.alvarado, that's F-I dot Alvarado, 
And for Twitter, it's arvalve. That's A-R-V-A-L-V. And honestly, I just want constructive criticism. And if you guys have anything you want me to talk about for the next episode, if there's anything you want me to prioritize, because I have no idea in which order I will talk about this, about anything, well, just hit me up. And thank you so much for tuning in. This is a work in progress. And hopefully it'll be a total success in the near future. I love you guys so much. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend.